You're listening to All The Best. I'm Helena Brony-Peters. This week, we're excited to be bringing you a collection of stories, poems and songs performed live at Boundless Festival of Indigenous and culturally diverse writers. First up, we hear from Gomorrah poet, essayist and law academic, Alison Whitaker. Hum. It's the dull hum of a helicopter overhead that wakes me up. A few pocketed families scatter from their games, soccer, volleyball, running really fast together in a straight line, being timed. It's hard to find a way to justify falling asleep in the park, books splayed on my abdomen, as exercise, even within 10 kilometres of my apartment. But the sun was just so warm on my thighs, it straddled heavy on me. The book was boring. No one was around. I felt safe. Flushed under the sound of that helicopter, I think a bit about my bad heart and whether it can be useful when I needed it to be, instead of the liability it's been so far in a pandemic. But who'd want to go to a hospital right now? I settle for pretending to do crunches. We get followed by cops, even when the activity exemption is obvious. I learn early on from what you could call euphemistically comparable experiences Those small indicators shouldn't matter, but do, because race and class do. Exercise exemptions. Wear good leggings and a matching top. Go to the nice walking tracks near the Dremoyne McMansions, where police stay in their cars and they just do laps. When you're there, walk with your chest up and out. A little smile. Shopping exemptions. Always buy a loaf of bread and new HT milk and at least one canned good. Never cough. Don't linger. Get carded anyway. I'm in Sydney's inner west, an enclave of relative wealth. I have light skin that affords me a pass from and offers me complicity in most public and castle racism. I have plenty of bread now. I'm doing okay. I am not hungry, criminalised, unsupported or surveilled. I don't have an army at my door. The vending machines at Central and Redfern stations are slow, but with creaseless cash and quick fingers, you can get a bottle of sparkling water from them while the train's pulled up for passengers. Sparkling water, I'm told, gets irritants like OC spray out of your eyes a little quicker. If you or anyone around you is scared of going to the hospital because you can't breathe and because you matter, and because you've chanted as much for the last eight hours. Uh, She said her name was, but I uh, took to calling her. She was maybe early 40s, two kids. We met through the open window of my car with its long and loud first gear. I blushed a little when the engine strained towards her testing table. Working in the city meant dancing this little odd line with a few times each month. They're working you hard today. Yeah, beats the hospital. Could you check your address for me? Yeah, it's in... Yeah. And your address is .edu.au? You work in education this whole time? Yeah, at a uni. But I don't teach, so just don't tick that. What do you do at uni if you don't teach? Well, it's ticked. 
Okay, head back. Almost done. Don't cry. She saw my exaggerated wet blinks. She offered me a quiet, good girl. And every time I saw her for a test, which was until Laverty took the contract and the former e-waste site privatised, my hips fluttered, driving up to her testing table. Every piece of lockdown writing is a chore. There's no friction in the action. We're condemned to the dull hum a crisis takes on when it's gone on too long. I remember few notable events. There's no purchase in memory anymore. There's nowhere to hang the weight of a story. Every poem in lockdown, at least mine, succumbs to its own exaggerations. Even here, my grotty interiority. I am impotent, wordless again. Too many op-eds have scared me off simile or metaphor. This is not like this. This is hardly like that. It's embarrassing, the public urge to distinguish your suffering from everybody else's, to try to find in it a unique and named place in the whole, mostly inside and mostly alone. But becoming right and righteous is not the same as coming home. The quiet I'm cultivating, not because I'm above this public urge, just because I'm right now too stupid to find words for it, has its own accidental wisdom. A lockdown is not despite what you may have been told, like a prison. There are several young black men on the roof of Park Lee, a place that's like a prison, because it is one. Prisons should crumble, but especially in pandemics that predate on breath and air and space. They already effectively use those tools to incubate death, disease and suffering. No, I haven't digressed. In the footage online, I watch two competing plumes of debris rise into a sunset. One is black smoke. The other is a spiralling grey-white mist. Tear gas. The young people get into formation and hold their fists in the golden hour for the drones coming by. Their silhouettes are, for a second, gilded. They've arranged their shirts on the roof at their feet to spell BLM, like others did at Long Bay Prison about a year ago now. That bit doesn't make the nightly news, but mobs see it elsewhere. Briefly, these men step into their power and we bask in the responsibility that that confers upon us. Lots have been said and written about how familiar this dull hum of crisis is to mob. I don't want to repeat it. I only want to follow my family's little precedent, a path of hedonistic spite that we push as wide as a narrowing catastrophe allows. I know this containment isn't that girl's home. I know this containment isn't Tipperina. In spite of everything, my life's path is relatively wide and the hedonism permitted me is nice. I get to watch in awe as a black cockatoo comes close to somewhere it should be but can't, dangling like a fruit over the profane a degrade McDonald's, falling apart apartments, West Connects tunnels. The leggings are done. I'm buying leotards. My five-year sobriety is dead. I get to watch the novel coronavirus, see it creep up towards Gomorrah country, and for the first time I allow myself to catastrophize. It is, after all, 
where I promised my weakened heart I'd die, not a place for wholesale death to go. Again. That essay was written and performed by Alison Whitaker. Next, we hear from poet, writer, and human rights activist Sara Saleh. Sara is the daughter of migrants from Palestine, Egypt, and Lebanon, and currently lives on Gadigal land. These are questions two young soldiers asked me at the King Hussein border crossing checkpoint. Were you born on a Thursday in Cleopatra Hospital? Did you come out silently as daybreak smudged the night sky and why was your father absent? What is the name of your father and his father and his father do your neighbors, Muhammad and Fatuma, water the orphaned houseplant whenever you are away? Are you aware your parents first arrived in Australia with their life savings wrapped in brown paper? Their only English, the lyrics to we are the champions. Did your mother bring two dresses, red polka dot and turquoise taffeta in her peeling 60s suitcase? Did you correct her, thanks God? Did she put up a fight when you said you were leaving, when he left? And how was your first Ramadan alone? Did you miss the walnut ma'mul and Allahu Akbar's tossed at you Eid mornings? Have you told anyone about the Enid Blyton books you stole from Stanmore Library because your mother worked three jobs? If you flatten your gutturals, is it still Arabic? Why did your childhood best friend run away? What man siphoned her dry? Why does your grief stick to everything? Did inhaling an onion help with the tear gas they threw during the protests of 03? What remedies did you inherit from your ancestors? What skeletons? Who taught to roll wet anab like that? Does 2 a.m. still grab you by the throat? Amongst the gitans and sewage and Roman ruins, can Beirut forgive its people? How many times have you phoned your mother since? Does your grandmother always boil her water twice? And why are you still shocked at how things don't work there? What other city turns its war bunkers into clubs? its prayers into curses, and why do the wretched always sell roses on Bliss Street? And how do you revive the dead? Why did they take your brother? Could you make out his face amongst the thousands flickering in the waters of the Mediterranean? Did he return months after the funeral to ask you, what wrongs did I commit? What village do you carry on your lips, balance on your breath? Have you been to Jerusalem during olive harvest season? Did you pick and press before the settlers gathered like acid in your chest and poisoned the ancient trees? Have you tired yet of the may Allah have mercies and have they tired of you? Were you afraid of the men with guns those nights the power cut? 
Did you splutter your amens and sweat out your tasabih? Do you remember the countries you've lost? Do their crooked rivers still cling to you? Did you hear the aunties, rusted arms, coarse hair on chins call you lonely? Call you nobody's mama anymore? Did you tell your mama you named him Omar al-Farooq after the revered warrior? Why did it end with your great love who changes everything? Did he make your wide hips tremble with jazz and zirbakke? Did he linger long enough on each letter of Yalel, Ya'in, and the evening news headlines? Did your hurts trail behind him like tangled fishing lines too much for the life he lived? And does weight like that settle or lift? And what of the days you feel the earth graying? And when will you stop writing about borders and bloodshed and war and death and home and home and home? Thank you. That piece was written and performed by Sara Saleh. You're listening to All the Best. I'm Helena Brony Peters. At All The Best, you can learn how to make audio documentaries, essays, and fiction. If you have a story to tell, get in touch. Visit allthebestradio.com and send us your pitch. We'll pay you with one of our supervising producers to help make your story. To close this week's collaboration with Boundless Festival, we have a piece from Warami artist Nicole Smead. Nicole is a multidisciplinary artist who connects to her audience through language, song, and poetry. Weebu Nyura, Gujigu. Hello, all, welcome. Ngata Ngaran Marung Baraigu. Ngata Ngaran Marung Dangayagu. Wanimbu Wanimbu Ganila, Wanimbu Wanimbu Gani, Nirenba Barai, Kate Nirun Ginyang. I pay my deep respects to the land and ancestors of which I come from and are a part of. I pay my deep respects to the land and ancestors of which I beam across the waves to you from today to the ancestors of the lands you were present on and extend that deep respect to all of your homelands and ancestries. Kate Niren Ginyang translates to Let us all go happy together. Jurga Ngarabakan Wanimbu Wanimbu Birima Ngaja Guba Binji an ancient womb enfolds. A rumbling energy calls within, entering an infinite time, behind and forward, past singing in future, future seeded 
in past. Wakul Biriwal. Crawling further, Biriwal Ganila and silent Maroi. In silence, Maroi. Closer. Bung Bunga the Butchung. Deep learnings here. Seed the future, sing in past. Trust, embrace, Naranga, unfold. Wanda Narangamba, where light, Gamba, encourages, and Gari. Keep going, keep going, keep. Jurga Ngarabakan, Wanimbu Wanimbu Birima, Ngaja Guba Binji. Entering, no trepidation, all times tremble in mother's womb. Biriwal Gani, in Maroi Maroi Gani, Bungbunga the Gurayi. Become brave in silence, and silence, kiss the dark here. Naranga, Wanda, Narangamba, Gamba and Gari. Listen, where listening calls, invites and carries. To connect and find connection is brave. The desire and need for connection comes from within and in finding connection we must go within and share our vulnerabilities. This story of connection is born not from isolation, but from an unknowing, a journey seeking knowledge that continues today. It was seeded in past, is sung in the present, and will ripple outward in all times. And so, let us join this journey here with worry sun rising the birth of a new day <laughs> maying quiet mist mulangang silently gathered by dying gunbi leaving nanga gujiga wulawala Gami Wulali open, Yiraman chests filled with the breath of Garawanga Wulali. Bunbal in Maramal, Muji Wulali, Burara guided through Manda Wayagajina Jabir for the unweaned and the weary. Waramana Guwan, Gulgul. Returning to Ngura, Ngaba, Ngabu, Buri. Gugara Jaja, Wuri rising. In cool, quiet mist, we rise, silently gathered by dying embers. Leaving sleeping babes, mouths open, warm chests filled with the breath of dreams. Wood bowls in hand, Allies, star-guided, 
through thick bush, seeking dew for the unweaned and the weary. Red Waratah, Bloodwood Tree. Returning to camp, mother, grandmother, child. Kookaburra calls, dawn nears. Ye Nirunbabarai, spoken in heart, head bowed, spirit silent, waiting for permission, listening to wind, to water, cascading delicately down smooth rust-coloured skin, Najaguba skin. It pulls in her belly, her womb, and is cradled there in offering. Like words, spilt from lips, spoken from heart. They are cradled, in held breath, hidden in stone, in trunk, behind leaf, and exhaled. Gate nirun. I hear the voices of ancestors crossing this country, spirit awake. With an anxious energy, I tread carefully amongst old law. Yi bachikan barai, guluwen bikan. Old grandmother trees usher me to ancient summits where songs ebb and flow with the wind. Passing through open palms, they travel the song lines of my body, stirring the spirit within. In meeting, Nirangata we become, cross deep waters, Bunbi, Mari, divided range and valley, foot before Jinna, foot. We weave muscle, bone and joint in Yawutung journey, preparing Guti Wanga Wanimbu Wanimbu to dance a song memorial. Hand offered in matcha, hand. A balanced union wipes dungal, tears, in gesture. Ear held to binagan, ear. Breaking silence, wingara. Tune the resonant call, placing weighted step in entrusted motion. Heart beating with yukul, heart. We move in desire, no longer divided. Now in a graceful wangal, wanimbu, wanimbu, dance, memorial.
searching for dew. 
we rise allies. Sleeping babes, with dreams returning, we are mother, grandmother and child. Kookaburra calls, dawn nears. Thank you. That piece was written and performed by Nicole Smead. All the best would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we make these stories and pay our respects to elders past and present. All the best is made at FBI Radio on Gadigal land in association with SIN and 3RRR on Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung lands and 8CCC on Arunda and Warramungu lands. Our editorial manager is Mel Chun and our production manager is Danny Stewart. Emma Pham is our social media producer. Our community and events coordinator is Lydia Yosefova and Wing Kwong is the all the best mentee producer. Shining Bird composed our theme music and Annie Hamilton designed the artwork. We're heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network and we're made possible by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. You can find out more at cbf.org.au. You can find more episodes by searching for All the Best wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Helena Brony-Peters. Thanks for listening.